You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Thank you so much for doing this, Mr. Collins. It means so much to Tommy to have his favorite superhero visit him at the hospital. It's I mean, no problem. Anything for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, of course. And, and might I say, I personally love your films, too. Oh, well, that's very nice. I mean, I'm, I must have watched Incrediman six times. Oh, that's that's so nice. Today. Six times today. <laughs> I have it on my phone. I like to watch it while doing surgery. <laughs> Isn't that distracting? It's so cool. You're so cool. Do you have a girlfriend? What? No, I'm nothing. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have asked. Uh, how about we go meet? Tommy right now? Sure. Yeah, here it goes. Hey, Tommy, how we feeling today? Uh, okay. Oh, well, we got a big surprise for you. Is it a new heart that will help me live? Uh, no, but it's something even better. Uh, May I introduce to you Incrediman? Hi, Tommy. How are you? Incrediman! It's you! <laughs> That's right. I'm so happy I get to meet you. I hear you're very strong and brave. Where's your outfit? Oh, well, it's at home getting cleaned. I defeated the evil bee man yesterday, and it got pretty sticky. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right off the top of your head. That's a fucking who's line shit. That's great. So, Tommy, you've got the whole day with me. What would you like to do first? See the secret hideout? Ride in the Incredit car? Well, there's actually only one reason I chose you. Oh... Oh, you see, you're not only my favorite superhero, you're also the only one with the power to heal. Oh, no. So I was wondering, Incrediman... Oh, please, no. Uh, ...if you could heal me. Oh, 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 Tommy, um, it's, it's not that easy. Oh, you got this, Incrediman. Right, right, uh, Tommy, if you could just give me one second, I'm, I'm gonna talk to Dr. Collins uh, for a minute. Okay, I'll be here dying. Well, Incrediman, you gonna do it, huh? No, I'm not gonna do it. I don't have the power to heal. That That is a character. You clearly know this. Oh, yeah, of course I do. Shit, stop. So stupid. What am I gonna tell him? This is like telling a kid in his deathbed that there's no Santa. What about Santa? He said that there's no Santa. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Just go back to dying. Okay, well, sorry. Whoops. Well, why don't you just pretend to heal him? He won't know the difference. Well, he'll know the difference because he'll still be sick. Oh, I don't know. Tell him it takes like two weeks to kick in, and then by then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he won't even remember. He'll be dead, probably. You are an awful doctor. Yeah. Hey, could you sign my chest when we're done here? I, hmm? I'm Come just going to tell him the truth. Oh, no chest. Hey. Tommy! There you are, Incredible Man. Uh, I'd begun to think the evil Mr. Fog had got you. Oh no, I see right through him. Are you serious again? That's so good. That's such a good job. So, Tommy. Are you gonna heal me now? Yeah, um, uh, about that. You see, Tommy. I, I know it might not work, because Incredible Man can only heal those with really good souls, but I've been trying really hard to be good just for you. And even if it doesn't work, I'm just glad I got to meet you. Oh, God. I, okay, uh, I guess it can't hurt to try, right? Yay! Oh, okay. Here goes. Uh, by the power of Incrediman, I heal you! <coughs> well, we tried, Tommy, and that's all that matters. Now, why don't we go check out the Incredicard? <sighs> Yo, what's going on? I'm not sure. He hasn't sat up like this in weeks. My heart! It doesn't hurt! Let me check this. Oh my god. His irregular heartbeat, it's regularized. It is? You did it, Incrediman! You did it! <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! Yeah, I knew you were real, not like that Santa Claus bullshit. What? Nothing, sorry. Oops, I should... I, I, I don't understand. How, how is this possible? 
Because you're Incrediman. Yeah. That's it. I am Incrediman. Will you will you take me to the Incredit car? Yeah, uh, of course. Can you fly there? Well, if Incrediman can heal, then Incrediman can fly. I'll just jump onto that windowsill here. Thank you, Tommy. See you downstairs. Incrediman, away! Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. That's the end of him. Uh, hey, you know what probably healed you, Tommy? That medicine I've been giving you. Yeah, it was scheduled to take effect today. <laughs> to think, I wanted him to sign my tits. Guys, you're listening to episode 77 of the Best Friends Podcast here on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, thanks, Never Sleeps, for pumping these episodes out every single week. And thanks so much to our sponsor, the Humber School of Comedy, which generated our special guest this week, Death Riffs. How you doing, guys? Hey, doing pretty well. I'm with Taylor. And Luke. Hi. Hello. You did, Luke did the voice for oh, both of you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so excited to be here. <laughs> you know, they can't see you. Yeah, 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 I'm a very visual stuff. speaker. <laughs> um, cool. Well, yeah, you guys are uh, the new Morgan, because Morgan's playing Ultima right now. Uh, I can't oh, that's what uh, um, okay, You priorities. guys are in the true. <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee? Uh, yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, man. He's, Is he in a league? I think. I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, yeah. Every Wednesday or whatever he like, chucks and tosses the frizz, as we like to call it. One of my good friends from high school plays Ultima. Ultimate Frisbee professionally for no the way. team in Ottawa. I forget what they're for called. For like a local team, no, I guess. For, yeah, yeah, no, that's like, it's like in, a national in, team in a, in a league. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And like he gets paid money to play that's Ultimate Frisbee. Crazy. Mm -hmm. I guess he's pretty good. Uh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Well, you, you know what you guys are good at? Comedy. Hey. <laughs> thanks for, hey. thanks for uh, helping us out with that opening sketch and stuff. <laughs> I met you guys at Humber. Did you graduate 2016? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like two years ago now, right? 17. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, geez. Wait, it might have been 2017. Yeah, it was. You know what? It was 2017. <laughs> it was so long ago, Did Mark. you guys not actually do so, the program? Uh, um, <laughs> I was sort of there. I, I remember mean. you being uh, there. <laughs> Just hanging out. You're not actually registered kind of, at all. Honestly. Like, no comment. <laughs> honestly, I spent a surprising amount of time not paying tuition for that program and nothing happened. <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> I'm Dean dead serious. I don't know like how it happened, but for like a good like year, I didn't pay anything. What? Yeah, yeah but then it caught up to you. Yeah, well, like, yeah, okay, that okay. catches up. But for the longest time, like they kept sending me emails like, "Hey, pay your tuition. You, really you can't be that. here." Oh and I kept, I kept oh being like, I'll, "I'll get, I'll get you guys back." Oh really? Cool. Yeah, I just kind of kept like talking like a like a shitty bar fly. Oh, okay. I guess, uh, you know. And it worked. Andrew wow. Clark loves my loves the cut of my jib. Oh, Kept yeah, me yeah. around. Oh man, that's incredible. God bless. R.I.P. Oh, <laughs> no, he's still alive. Oh, um, that's incredible. <laughs> yes, I know, like when people are like complaining about like student debt, I so just tell them like, oh, don't pay just it. Don't you pay don't it. need <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. Was that it, the? This is a finances podcast, right? Pardon me. This is a yeah, finance. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we play okay. on BNN, the okay. business news okay, network. Right. After this, <laughs> what um, we, I was gonna ask about like, was that the first comedy you ever did uh, going to Humber? Um. For me, yeah, I hadn't done uh, pretty much any performing really before I'd done it. I just, you know, was a big fan of comedy, right? And uh, like I'd just done four years of university and was oh no way, super, really? Yeah, what'd you study? I studied psychology at uh, Carleton University. 
and you learn more about mm-hmm. lunatics oh, just by hanging uh, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, okay. A little more hands-on yeah. out here. <laughs> you, you have my favorite career path in any comedian, honestly. <laughs> Psychologist? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you I'm actually like, do any practicing psychology mm, stuff? Yeah. No, no. Well, like, I got my degree and everything yeah. like that, but I was just so burnt out on it by right. the time I was done. So, I was like, uh, and I wanted to do something more creative. So, yeah. Came to Toronto, and uh, now I'm here. Where was this, Carlton, or what Carl- is that? It's Ottawa? in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. And you're also from Ottawa, Taylor? No, no. Oh, okay, I'm, I don't uh, know why I thought you were Racing the, the wrong side of the tracks in Mississauga. Oh, the west side? I don't know. I don't yeah, know which one. that's is the that one. Actually the bad side? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah. know anything about Mississauga. By the cat food factory. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the cat food factory. Yeah. Just... No, it's like a big like landmark around there. That's crazy. That's how you okay. know where the poor area starts. Oh, does it smell? Does oh, it like... yeah. Oh, it, wow. Like my high school consistently reeked of Purina every day. Wow. <laughs> but that must be like cheap lunches. <laughs> like, it's, oh. cool. it's cool for a bit, but <laughs> like it gets to you. That's disgusting. Cool. All right. In the time that you guys have been doing shows together, do you guys have any stories about bonkers shows? Bonker we like to shows? ask that every I, single week. I got to say Sketchfest. Yeah. Okay. That's... So what happened? Yeah. Toronto, Toronto um, Sketchfest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, in terms of sketch shows, that's definitely what that. happened. So I guess like um so the whole thing was just so like we're well first of all, we were kind of disorganized yeah. idiots going into it. Like we oh, show yeah. we show up like the day of and we got this pretty like on edge uh I guess producer or whatever she was. Sure. And so um she shows up in, in her and, defense though, we are yeah, idiots. Yeah. I wanna make that clear. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> you no, we were up. The, so we these showed people up, have hellish uh, jobs A bunch of teens. I think we spent up, like the first twenty minutes like searching through my backpack through like all the different scripts I had in there just to like get her the right one so she could like put all the marks on it and then like we were missing like I think two of them, and yeah. then we forgot our uh, USB that had all the uh, noise sound. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> this have a woman is not responsible at <laughs> no, all for your. I kept saying that while it was happening. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, she's mad at us, but we're idiots. <laughs> of course, she's yeah. mad. It was, anyway. I loved it when we like handed her all the scripts and she tore all the like the front pages oh, off. Yeah. Was like we don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> that one felt personal. I forgot about that. Anyway, so we That's got we made it through all that, um, and then so we get in the show, and so it was in. So we were at the theater center the incubator there which sure. i'm sure you're yeah, yeah it's a great space yeah. and um thing about that thing so it's got a pretty like narrow backstage area yeah it is thin back there and, and it's like so, in the round too almost yeah and, like, and like the way that you get like from there's like a staircase going that goes down to the stage area, yeah, yeah. And you gotta go up it to get like back out and so uh, before the show she asked us uh whether between sketches we wanted like a half blackout or a full blackout and we're like mm. yeah full blackout that's probably fine and then we've so show starts and we find out that at full blackout you can't see a <laughs> God damn I think it's important to mention as well for like our first time doing like a big sketch show we interpreted that as like oh every sketch should have massive costume changes oh, in yeah. <laughs> so, like in this one I'm going to be a pirate and then I'm going to be a cowboy and then I'm going to be Batman yeah, that's how exactly, this needs yeah, to work Jesus. Okay. So, we got so big for our britches mm-hmm. we thought like oh this is a place that like they're selling clams to the audience like we better deliver it mm-hmm. and so yeah we're so like between every sketch we're just like scrambling up and downstairs like yeah. half like slamming undressed. into each other Oh yeah, yeah, sure. oh, yeah, yeah. There was like one sketch where we just come out and everybody's just shirtless. <laughs> it's just like it's easier. We got to do this. Oh my god! Uh, from, from the sounds of people I talked to, no one noticed. So I guess in the end, uh, you know, we didn't yes, learn anything. We... So. Hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. 
Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Another segment that we like to do on these podcasts every single week is, and this is the segment that's brought to us by the Humber School of Comedy. Oh, Thank you baby. again, Humber. It's a segment I like to Thank call, you, What's Your Dumbest Sketch? Ooh. And again, it could be something that you've never performed before or whatever, but... Um, um, we've, got, we've got some dumb sketches. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of dumb ones that never made the year. <laughs> I think I'm, personally, um, I think my dumbest sketch that I wrote was probably a moist day in Boston. I think... Ooh, uh, that one is pretty dumb, <laughs> but I do like dumb. it. So, <laughs> a moist day in Boston, Okay, they, so, the, the listeners haven't heard this yet, but this, we're referencing so, something. So, so yeah, there's some, there's some lore mm-hmm. behind this one, which you'll hear about. So we yeah. reference a director in one of our sketches that yeah. has written a play called A Moist Day in Boston. And this actually ties back to Humber because for, I, was, I wrote this sketch for uh, hum, for like a, an assignment, a sketch mm-hmm. assignment at Humber. And it was when we were like given uh, a starting like sort of like, uh, dialogue exchange. It was just like a man and his uh, and like a woman arguing about something. Okay. And so I decided it's just the kind of the way it flowed. I was like, I'm just going to write a moist day in Boston. I'm going to write this, this fictional play, play yeah, that okay. we've barely mentioned in this one <laughs> sketch. And so it just ended up being about this guy Mark, whose uh, oh, whose nice. wife is leaving him <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, because <laughs> she thinks Boston is too moist for her, <laughs> and like just all that she like just recounts all the things that she thinks is too moist about Boston. And eventually, she says, "It's like it's your pits, Mark. Your pits are too sweaty." And he's like, "Oh, I can't do it. It's a disorder." Eventually, and then at the end, they decide to go to the moon because there's no moisture on the moon. And that's how they saw. What? It. That's yeah, not- that's how that is. <laughs> I really liked the like the trend we had when we first started writing them. That we were convinced that like fans of ours who don't exist, yeah. by the way, would like really appreciate like little references in all our other right. sketches yeah, the wor- the like we were setting up like the death of infinity war for something like i was <laughs> oh, determined no yeah that all of our sketches oh, yeah. took place in the same canon yeah right yeah, they yeah, would yeah, reference okay. each other every now and then like there's one about undercover cops doing a bank heist and then we have another sketch about like the same cops talking about their experiences doing that and <laughs> i was just obsessed that people would pick up and he's like oh it's that guy it's oh, again. A, lot of wor- a lot of world building yeah, yeah i just i want people to know that there is an extended universe mm. where all these adventures are happening That's pretty cool. all right mm. there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. yeah i think uh it's funny to think that the audience is you know, follow it that hard or whatever. Yeah. Guy, we so do all the time. Some is we just guy just use the same joke. at home with like, like a, with a wall. Exactly. Completely oblique references, like someone's last name. Oh, I actually, I think not the dumbest sketch, but the dumbest thing I think we did for a while was there was a trend where every joke would have just sevens. Uh, I mean, every sketch would have sevens as a joke, as like right. an, an increment of number. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's coming up in the sketch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. back from oh, the time yeah. we thought oh, that was hilarious. So, we're teasing you so hard. Yeah, totally. oh, they, can't you wait, they can't wait to up. hear this. I so think uh, I think my dumbest sketch for sure is the uh, the one where it's all the uh, the knights and the king and they just they do the lyrics for the boys are back uh, in town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this sketch before. Yeah, mm. the boys are so it's like someone announcing to the king or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, like this uh, this peasant is like about to be executed and mm-hmm. he's like just regaling them. I mean, like I can't describe the sketch without just doing the lyrics <laughs> to the boys are back in town. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, we have a lot of sketches that are just uh, the lyrics of different songs right. put into like a conversation. Yeah. Okay. That's so, how clever we are, just stealing us. <laughs> yeah, stealing. Yeah, that's all that's- <laughs> yeah. 
I don't uh, I don't talk about this very often, but uh-huh. I had an audition uh-huh, and uh, like I didn't get the part unfortunately. Uh-huh. But hey, uh, they let me keep my audition like tape. Actually, uh-huh. they, they 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 recorded the entire conversation. Oh wow! And it was uh, almost a breach of privacy. But Is that standard practice? <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. I think they just filmed the whole thing and then but they let me keep it and uh, gave me the rights to play it on the podcast. Oh, you guys want to hear this? Oh, yeah. Hey yeah. yeah. guys, listen yeah. to this. All right, thank you very much. Send the next one in, please. Yes, Mr. Directorman. Uh, hi, hi. Sorry I'm late. Um, okay, so my agent sent the sides to me on the way here, so I haven't had the chance to read it through yet. Is that okay? Oh, that's completely fine. Oh, thank God. Just give <laughs> the best read-through that you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start any time. My assistant here will read the part of the drowsy receptionist. Ah, thank Hello. you. Hello. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> My heart, it aches. It aches like the lash of 30,000 whips on the bare neck of a dingo. I cannot hide who I am anymore. I do not fear judgment for what I like, as kinky as it may be. My only fear is that you will not see me the same once you know about my passionate desires. You stand in front of me as a drowsy receptionist, oh you drowse, and I stand in front of you as who I really am. A dentist with a sex fetish. I believe... I, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, Director. Uh, he has a sex fetish? Yes, that's correct. Uh, what do you mean? Well, like in the script, he says he has a sex fetish. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> Is it like a specific fetish? <laughs> yes, it, it, it's a fetish for sex. Yeah, but like what kind of fetish? Oh, but he has a fetish for sex. What about this isn't making sense to you? He has a thing for sex. It's kinky. Is it? Like sex on its own? Oh, well, I'm sorry if you don't feel the character connects with you. We can recast. We've been speaking with Finn Wolfhart recently. From Stranger Things? No. Yes. Okay, no, no, no. I, I love this role. I And I love your writing, sir. I, your play, A Moist Day in Boston, <laughs> that inspired me to become an actor. The plight of Mark's perpetually sweaty underarms really got me through high school. I, I relate to it a lot, and, and I need this. I, I just want to understand what is a sex fetish. <sighs> Jonathan, Dr. Dentiste has a perverse and quite frankly depraved lust. He he enjoys sex. Okay, and... Does this not frighten you, Jonathan? What? Imagine the fear in his heart, knowing of this unholy passion for copulation that he must tell to his lover. Okay, so he just likes having sex. Oh, not just likes, Jonathan. He's into it. You might say, Jonathan... It gets him off. All right. I, I Listen, I just I think I just need to understand the character more. I'll, I'll give it another go. Here we go. Um, There's no pleasure more forbidden than to do sex with a person. And call me perverted, but I would like to do sex with you. Oh, this is so hot. Hot? To call my writing hot is to call Shakespeare Chinese. What? It's not necessarily slander, but it's simply incorrect. Oh. This scene is an expression of tension, passion, and lust between two human lions trapped in a cage of their own emotions inside a circus of lust for each other's genitals. Okay, human lions? What are you talking about? I, I, I just want to be clear. His fetish is that he likes having sex? Need I spell it out? Okay, you can't have a fetish for just sex. Dr. Dentiste does. Okay, uh, all right, let me rephrase that then. Everybody, everybody has a sex fetish. Everybody no. 
like sex. Yes. No. Yes, people have sex all the time. It's a normal thing. It's not just like a, a weird kink because it's sex. Everybody does it. Where do you think babies come from? Reverse osmosis. That is incorrect entirely. Oh, I, I wish I knew a man who enjoyed sex. Are you kidding me? I could almost certainly find someone who fits that criteria in like two seconds. Guys like sex. Men like sex a lot. Bullshit. What? You come in here and you tell me that people do sex just casually. Of course. I, I thought it was this hidden passionate fetish that only a select few had a taste for. So so what? If you know everything about this, Jonathan, what do they do? Do they do they touch genitals and everything? Yes, frequently. That's a big part of it. For why? I don't know. It feels really cool. Oh, that does sound pretty good. Yeah, honestly, I sometimes my wife naked, I see her and I'm like, wowzers, I'd like to have sex with a her. <laughs> Do the others know about this? Yeah, I'd say that this is a desire that affects millions of Americans. How many millions? Sevens. Oh! Okay. Oh, I, I, I can't believe we were so blind. Jonathan, for enlightening me, my boy, I... I would be remiss if I did not offer you this part. Oh, thank you. What? Yeah. Do you have any questions? Uh, yeah. One other thing. Why is he a dentist? <laughs> he likes to fill cavities. <sighs> okay. Well, that's a that's a great pun. Thank you. Mm. I do enjoy a good pun. Mm. As much as I enjoy masturbating with handcuffs. Okay. See, that's a fetish. Oh. <laughs> oh god oh, isn't it crazy that i didn't get the part no, that's wacky in the end Mark. even though he said i got the part yeah and my name was jonathan <laughs> yeah well, anyway, lots going on there's a lot of weird inconsistencies there but uh guys thanks for bringing that in that was a death riff sketch hey. death riff original one of your classics you said oh yeah, yeah. one of the classics right. vintage. Yeah, early vintage. Vintage. One of our first. yeah yeah, yeah. It, but it included a moist day in boston oh yeah and it included seven well yeah because it's got to set up all the references for like phase three <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah for, mm-hmm. for this Infinity War when mm-hmm. it starts. Now we get to do a segment that's not sponsored by the, by anybody. This is Pure Vasta Friends. Cool. And we try to do a different thing for every guest. And actually, since this episode comes out right after Halloween, actually, well, not right after. It's November 6th now. Okay. And we're re- we've really digested Halloween and we're getting over it. Goddamn sick I, I of it, Halloween Mark. Halloween Are you sick of it? Yeah. How did, how did you do? You had a good time? Yeah. <laughs> I this saw Venom twice in, in one the, day. <laughs> this is in the that future. That was my Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually that, be my yeah, Halloween. Yeah, Sounds like it easily could be your Halloween. Sounds like a good Halloween. (laughs) I do love Tom Hardy. Uh, Oh, his voice is wicked. Um, But here we go. This is a segment that I like to call Hello, What Do You Think? (laughs) See uh, see what I did there? Already. So. Um, in terms of your past Halloween experiences and stuff, do you have any, like, first of all, Halloween stories about, like, crazy parties or anything? Uh, I went to a house party once where a guy had to get his uh, stomach pumped. Oh. It was pretty wild. Um, oh. We were, like, 17. Oh, yeah, I I got one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, it was this, uh, house party for Halloween. Mm -hmm. I was a cowboy. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh And, um, so. (laughs) my thing. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a tailored costume. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't been drinking that long i think it was i think i just turned 18 and i hadn't started and this is this is quebec so i'm not breaking any laws guys take it easy so it's i hadn't started drinking until i turned 18 for just because for whatever reason but anyway Mm -hmm. i turned 18 so this is my first halloween where i'm drinking and uh so i get there and uh brought like a bunch of beer and so I drink all that, get through that pretty fast. And then they have like, like these alcohol jello shots. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just munching right back now. those. And so at this point, I'm pretty far gone. And the whole night, there's just like this big tub of like Cheetos sort of things. Nice. And I'm just knocking those back pretty much all night. 
I and, see where this is going. Anyway, so dreadful, yeah? the last <laughs> so the last thing I remember was um, my uh, buddy of mine. I was sitting at a kitchen table. A buddy of mine was just pouring me shots of apple juice and just handing them to me. I was just knocking those back. <laughs> And so the rest of this story is told to me secondhand because I can't remember. A yeah, yeah, thing. of course. So apparently, um, I uh, eventually I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom. And so this is like, you okay to get to yourself? I was like, yeah. And so the bathroom's upstairs. So I walk all the way up oh, these no. stairs, go up this bath in the bathroom. And apparently, I'm gone for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and my buddy's like, I wonder what's going on with Luke. And he can so he walks to the bottom of the stairs and he can see through like the bottom crack of this bathroom. And apparently, he just sees my feet just like pacing back and forth, wow. back and forth, just doing that for a while. Eventually, I finally come out. And um, so the way these stairs worked, it was down like a flight and like they'd stop and then there's just a wall like right oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I start walking down these stairs. I just immediately start slipping, but I don't fall. Okay. I just like stay, I just standing up all the way, just sliding down these stairs and then just face first into this wall. Oh. And then some, and then someone yells to my buddy. He's like, what? They're like, Wilder, put your friend to bed. <laughs> and so he takes me down and they like put me on a couch there. And, um, the way this couch worked, it was like this pretty nice, it was this black leather couch that had this sort of like detachable um, sort of footrest that you could sure. take out and put your feet on or you could like put it in and make it like sort of like a bigger sort of bed-like couch. And he sets it up all nice for me Aww. and like puts me to bed, goes upstairs, comes back like half an hour later maybe. I've pushed the footrest out from the couch, have fallen asleep on that, <laughs> and I'm just surrounded by a moat of like orange vomit oh, <laughs> from all the Cheetos. No, and the I Cheetos, yeah. Oh. I knew the Cheetos were going to make a comeback. You wouldn't have mentioned the exactly, Cheetos. Exactly, exactly. See, story, world building. Yeah, I love how your friend's name is Wilder, <laughs> oh, yeah. and he's the sane one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the calm one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How about you, Taylor? I was going to say, I really, I think one of my favorite Halloween interactions is also like uh, hinging on you. Oh, when we went to that, uh, I forget how we even got there. But that house party, and uh, we just stood in the corner looking like sad boys, as we always <laughs> do. And uh, I don't know, like this this guy comes up to you and is like really like heated, uh, and he's like, yeah, he's like pushing you around, like man, you you are you are you supposed to be Sheldon, bro? Are you supposed to be Sheldon, like Sheldon from the Big, like, Bang, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, and yeah. like for context, Luke was just wearing like a green like lycra suit, like uh, nothing. Right. <laughs> That Sheldon even wore, <laughs> but just something about you was giving off Sheldon vibes, I and he remember. wasn't just that like he wanted to know. He was like insistent about it. He was mad. I was just I was just a green man. I was just a green man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. How, how how late did you guys um, into your lives uh, trick or treat? I stopped pretty early. I feel like relatively. I think I stopped. It was like fourteen, maybe thirteen. What is that grade eight? Yeah, grade eight. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like grade nine was my last year. I remember doing it in middle school and like at the time thinking like this this, this doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this feels like a con. When I open the door, parents aren't like, like Come thrilled on. to see yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like look, kid. I can't tell you no, but my eyes no. should be telling you everything right now. <laughs> my uh, friends and I, we were hanging out in grade ten, and then it was Halloween, and we were like kind of just bored at a friend's house, and we we're like, we could do it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have costumes or anything, so one guy went as a guy with a hammer. <laughs> Like, it must have been insane. Like, classic. <laughs> classic, classic costume. Classic, yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you guys are Halloweeners. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you um, know what I about scary movies? Ooh. What's the best scary movie? Ooh. The best scary movie. Oh. Sure, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really It's uh, a toss-up for me. This. Taylor's... Uh, Shining, oh. definitely one of my classics. Mm. Uh, I do The Thing every year as one of my, like, What's Halloween... That? Oh, The Thing. The, uh, the yeah, the, uh, the John Carpenter one with uh, oh. Kurt Russell. They're all in the Arctic research base, and there's the shape-shifting alien that's picking them off one by Whoa. one. Oh, okay. No, one of my 
absolute favorites. Yeah, uh, and then I, I always watch all three of the Evil Dead movies every Halloween. Like, Damn without it, fail. man, you celebrate this holiday. Oh, I shit. love spooky stuff. Um, what about you? Jeez, oh, uh, Harry Potter was good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I don't totally know. Never, never really been into scary movies. I do, I remember watching... Um, the Exorcist one year mm-hmm. with like a bunch of friends, like as like a pre-Halloween thing, and uh, just getting the shit scared out of me. <laughs> me and my me and my teenage friends. Yeah, that was that was yeah. That's a spooky movie. When I was like eleven, we were gonna watch Scream in a friend's house, and, mm-hmm. the, and the guy's parents made us call our parents to like. Come <laughs> okay, it was so funny. That was our segment. Hello, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for doing it, man. Did you guys have a good time on the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Good, man. Oh, my God. Uh, this episode comes out, whatever, uh, November 6th. Uh, so, do you guys have anything to plug or whatever? Or where can people just find you on Facebook? Sure. Or... Yeah, we got a Facebook page. Yeah, if you guys want to, like, put us on a show, you know, reach our Facebook page, send me a message. Nice. We'd love to be on it. Are you talking yeah. to me specifically? No, just complete <laughs> yeah. the audience. If anyone's booking right, shows and listening to this, yeah, yeah, what's your, what's, your, uh, what's your demographic, Mark? The people that watch yeah, Best of Friends? Yeah, what's the, what's the, or the, well, this, of this. I have no idea who no, listens to this. I got two to one odds, uh, nobody listens okay. to this. <laughs> I have no idea what's anyway, going on. But getting back to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we, so we do, yeah, we got a Facebook page, yeah. Death Riffs on Facebook. We have, we do Monday nights at Comedy Bar. Right, uh, the, the Humber Sketch, Humber Sketch Show. Yeah, that shows like the show often. Right on. Um, and yeah, I don't know, we've been talking about maybe getting a monthly started, mm-hmm. who knows? The future's bright, Mark. The future's bright, future's no, bright. of course, uh, right on man mm-hmm. uh, as for best of friends our plugs we got this uh this coming sunday if you're listening to this on november 6th november 11th is uh we're hosting sunday night live best we forget <laughs> uh, so it's gonna be a good time guys thanks so much for doing our podcast it's delightful uh, make some noise us. for never sleeps network for letting us broadcast or whatever yeah, recording this at all and um uh the humber school of comedy Yay. for sponsors oh guys uh, thanks so much we're gonna close this episode uh with a fun sketch from death riffs that you recorded at the social capital theater yes beauty yeah and uh check us out every single week here on never sleeps network uh bye bye catch you on the flip hey uh tom yeah yeah i'm tyler i'm gonna be your personal trainer here you ready to get fit yeah all right sweet sweet good to hear so before we get started let me just, I'm just let me know what exactly you're looking to get out of this workout well i got diagnosed with the bends recently so i've just been i've been looking to get fitter uh happier more productive, comfortable, <laughs> not drinking too much, regular exercise at the gym three times a week, eating better, no microwave dinners, no saturated fats, getting along better with old friends, enjoy a drink now and then. We'll frequently check credit at Moral Bank, favor for favor, hole in wall, fond but not in love, pragmatic, not idealistic, an informed member of society, self-employed but not questioning, charity standing orders on Sundays, Ring Road Supermarket, car wash also on Sundays, never pouring spiders down the plug hole, never boiling mops, being careful of the wall animals, a safer, better driver, shot of baby smiling in the back seat. No bad dreams, no paranoia, not afraid of the dark, nothing so ridiculously teenage and childish, no paranoia, sleeping well, no longer crying in public, still cries at a good film, still kisses with saliva, a good memory, frozen, wet winter cars, like a cat that's tied to a frozen stick that's driven into winter shit, the ability to laugh at weakness, fitter, happier, more productive, a pig in a cage on antibiotics. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, so, I guess a couple things. Um, 
so first of all, I don't think we can help you with most of that. Oh. Uh, second of all, I'm pretty sure those are just the lyrics to a Radiohead song. Yeah, that's the joke. Oh. <laughs> Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. You got Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, hey, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.